0: Hello and welcome to the ISBA BursaCast covering the period 18th to 28th of October 2022 and the latest operational and regulatory issues impacting on independent schools. If you have a question, please email office at theisba.org.uk or refer to this week's Summary of Government Guidance and Bulletin No. 6. Both are available in the ISBA Reference Library. Firstly, to a brief political update. With Rishi Sunak now appointed as Prime Minister, stability is returning to the money markets and the long-term interest rates on government borrowing reducing to levels that were in place prior to the Kwarteng Trust mini-budget. Gillian Keegan, MP for Chichester in West Sussex, has been appointed to the role of Education Secretary and is the fifth to serve in the role in just four months. We will update members on the new ministerial strategy once it's available. One of the key future risks for independent schools continue to be Labour's intended policies, including the introduction of VAT and removing charitable status. We will be sending schools an email discussing this in more detail, with some suggested mitigations. If you are in the north of England, you may wish to book a place on our next Strategy Day. This will take place on the 5th of December, at Bradford Grammar School, where we will be briefing members on the emerging financial and legislatory threats likely to affect schools in the next three years. We will also be producing a series of written articles, guidance notes, budget and scenario templates, regular webinars and updates as information and policies change, as well as our usual regional meetings and face to face conferences, in which the challenges for schools will be explored in greater detail. And advice shared. The Independent Inquiry into Child Sexual Abuse published its final report last week and makes a number of significant observations, which conclude that there were historically inadequate and non existent measures in place to protect children. Individuals and institutions who thought children were lying in their disclosures and frequently blamed as being responsible for their own sexual abuse multi-agency arrangements that still lack focus on child protection and most worryingly there is still not enough support available to both child and adult victims and survivors with child sexual abuse still endemic in england and wales if you haven't had a chance yet i recommend listening to our previous podcast which features david smelly discussing historical safeguarding abuse cases what we can learn for the future And now to our top three advice and guidance questions and answers for this week. The first question asks about a DBS check for an Australian GAP student with a UK and Australian passport and an Australian driving licence. In reply, the GAP student will still need to complete DBS not more than three months before they arrive along with their Australian police and birth certificate check. Our second question relates to material change in school numbers. If there is an allowable percentage, a school can operate over capacity and the application process. Material changes are defined in the Education Act 2002, and the normal allowable percentage for over capacity is 10%, but this will, of course, depend on school facilities. Noting the ISI commentary states on page 149, the premises and equipment must be organised in a way that meets the needs of children. And our third question is how may schools incorporate the working time regulations into the teacher's contract of employment? In answer, please see the ISBA teacher's contract of employment where a worker may agree in writing to opt out of the 48-hour average limit. And ISBA's top tip of the week is we have recently updated our template service occupancy agreement and also published a range of associated template documentation including an example conditioning survey a letter regarding the occupation of school accommodation school housing and a licensee's responsibilities and responsibilities on departing school accommodation letter and our webinar program for the next month continues to be free and includes Tuesday the 1st of November on a safeguarding update focusing on child on child abuse Friday 4th of November on radon in schools and the associated risk assessment guidance. Tuesday, the 8th of November, on social impact. And Friday, the 11th of November, on fire safety management. And looking a little bit further into the future, our autumn term professional development programme continues with our HR face-to-face one-day conference at BMA House in London on Thursday, the 17th of November. The latest Reference Library editions are the Job Description Template for Data and Information Officer, Recruitment Pack, Model Policy for Allergy Management at School, Bursa's Review HR Supplement, Autumn 2022, Parent Contract with School, Ray West Safety Solutions School Health and Safety Newsletter, Harper Trust vs Brazil, Holiday Pay for Part-Year Workers, Further Questions, DFE statutory Guidance on School Teachers' Pay and Conditions, Summary of Government Guidance Updates and Weekly Bulletin number 6. As ever, our legal guidance details are in the show notes to this episode. If you did find this useful, please do share it with other members of your team and make sure to subscribe so you never miss a new update. Thank you for listening. Till next time, farewell.